Welcome everybody to Game Spoilers Podcast, a infrequent podcast where we play a different game every month and then talk about it. Not going to say monthly, it's just infrequent. I just Every month. Every month. <laughs> I just broke Kerry immediately. <laughs> what about a pitch! What? <laughs> An infrequent podcast. What a pitch! <laughs> oh my god! Um, It's a different roster today. Usually we have June on, however, June is taking a hiatus from this podcast so they can spend more time doing studies. Um, so today we have a guest who has been on the podcast before. It's Ollie. Hello. Hi, Ollie. I'm back. You're back. Welcome. This time with a good game. <laughs> hey. I, <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> I wouldn't say Last Days of June was a bad game, but definitely had its faults. Yeah. You finished it, right, when we played it? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Don't look at me, Kerry Palmer. Hi. Hello. I'm Jeremy. I didn't say my name. That's okay. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. I did get confused. Yeah. You're the host. You're a regular. I am I am I'm the regular. <laughs> the regular for the, the irregular. The regular. <laughs> the irregular regular. Um today we're gonna be talking about a game called Paratopic. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a surreal horror game. Horror ish game yeah yeah it's it's not it's not a not a traditional horror game with jump scares i would call it a tense game yeah it's a thriller thriller yeah that's what the movie would be yeah is that a, is that a game genre well cuz thriller just basically means not scary horror <laughs> not jump scary yeah mm. yeah tense it was one jump scare yeah yeah that that that, that jump scare got me every single time i played <laughs> yeah because it's because it's wildly inconsistently like it a- appearing mm. in a in a way that I appreciated. Um, before we begin, uh, this is Games for This Podcast, a podcast where we talk about a single game per episode. Realize I just haven't introduced this podcast in a long time. <laughs> it's it's called a game club. <laughs> game club, yeah. I mean, like, I don't like the term game club. No, only because, like, it. Well, we're not a club, but also like a book. A book club is like I feel like a book club is so ingrained in movies. Sorry, in books, and I feel like if you say like a, like a movie book club or a game book club, the term book club doesn't fit with that because it's not books. That's why we call it a game club. Yeah, but game club sounds like a club for people who get together and play games like together. You don't get together and read books at a book club. <laughs> yeah, you, you're aware that there aren't actually book clubs, right? Yeah, I know. I know what a book club is. <laughs> I think it's a, that's a library. What you're thinking of? <laughs> Where people get together and read things. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, gonna go to the Gamebrie. You want to come with me? The Gamebrie? Yeah. All oh, right. The library and the Gamebrie. <laughs> you don't go to a library for libs. <laughs> <laughs> um, you kind of do. The root of that word is in. Like, maybe Latin or Greek? Is it actually? I have no idea what... Li- I, I just realized I actually don't know what the word library means. The Italian, Italian word for book is libro. Libro. So yeah. 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 Yes, you do go to libraries for libs. Yeah. And, you know, video libraries. You get video books. See, that's got the same <laughs> issue as book club. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I, don't think it, I don't think it fits. Uh, biblioteca. Um, 
Yeah, so this is Game Solvers Podcast. We run by minimap.com.au. You can head to that website to find out everything else that we do. If you like what we hear, you can check out patreon.com forward slash minimapau to support us. We have other podcasts as well, such as Minimapcast, a bi-weekly gaming news podcast where we talk about games we have played and games news. And The Picking Order, which is a podcast where we rank the kissability levels of characters in pop culture. Tell you what, if you like your podcasts irregular... This one and pecking order, got you covered. <laughs> We've got your irregular podcast schedules covered. <laughs> Power topic. Yeah. Before we jump into what the story was like, what did you think about the game? I Both have you. no idea what to think about this game. Mm. I like this game. Mm. I like lots of pieces of this game for different reasons. Uh, I think as well you should say I don't know if you do this normally but if you haven't played this game go do that it's really short it is really short this really is like, short and cheap it's yeah. like 50 minutes to yeah. get at least one ending I'd recommend maybe doing at least two endings just to sort of get a different perspective on some of the events that happen um, I played the game three times and got the same thing happen at the end me too yeah no it's like, the, the, like the actual endings are the same but like different conversation paths you can take with different people you mean the like the squares at the end the different like yeah, yeah. yeah. achievements yeah hmm. um, so okay Kerry you were not as hot on this game in terms of I mean I just went into it because it's a game we were playing so yeah. like I, I had I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even look at the store when I bought it because I didn't buy it. I just played it from your library. <laughs> so I, I just I just downloaded it and played it. Yeah. This game's so strange. Mm. And they ask so many questions that they don't answer, which is fine. It's all about mystery and suspense and tension. I think, for me, that feels like what this game is about the most is tension. Everything, attention and unease um, mm-hmm. to make you feel on edge. And I think they nailed that perfectly. Um, I think it's got good writing. I think it has, I think its art style is really well executed. Mm. Um, like it's, there's no, there's no seams in this art style in that, like it's not like I see through it at any point. Like it has me in that world with that really, really, polygonal sort of like voxel texture on top of PS1 hard 3D geometry like it's a really rudimentary de- like design and the sound the sound goes with that perfectly as well it's yeah. all very intentional mm. and it ma- it just yeah it matches up so well mm. but the the themes and the and the plot points quote unquote like the way this game unfolds just baffles me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, I think it, that's it, it is like vague in many ways. Mm. Um, they leave you to put pieces together, um, but they also don't give concrete answers, so it can also be up for your interpretation. Yeah. Um, and they don't... They, like, you know, I, I think... For example, like my my favorite thing about this game, I think, is where it cuts a lot of the time. So much, yes, and so intentionally, yes, and so abrupt. That, that, there are so many hard cuts in this game to different characters and different locations and different 
times probably yeah. also um in a way that like they will that they will bring you along into a world and tell you a story out of order um but then they will have these long sequences where like uh, essentially nothing is happening um oh, there's the dog <laughs> Goodbye, I love you. Um, th- there are long drawn out like sequences of just driving or mm. bird watching mm. or like just being waiting for an elevator to go down to your stop. Yeah, that's that's the one that, that for me was the first part that just highlighted how, again, intentional these cuts were because it's, mm. it's a way of highlighting just how slow, like that, that, Bit where you're waiting for the lift. Yeah, it's so slow. It so slow. So like slow. you're in this tiny room that just has the lift button and a cigarette you can put out in an ashtray. Yeah, put it out once, and it takes what like forty seconds for the lift to come oh, up. More you press than the button that. or something. I'd, I'd say a minute and a half, maybe, maybe not quite that long, but I think at least a minute. It's, it's a long time. It feels yeah. long, however long yes. it actually is. But then, as soon as you get in the lift, it, fe- it to me it felt like all right. Now I'm going to press the button, and here we go up again but no that's like as soon as you get in the lift it just smash cuts to oh you're already there yeah you're on your floor Mm -hmm. and yeah i think that's something i do so well throughout the whole thing and it just emphasizes it emphasizes the slow parts of the game so well and builds up that tension as you mentioned and then it's it just towards the end in particular it's just getting faster and faster like Mm. Uh, yeah, there's there's a number of things that some w- some of which you're going back over, and some of which are new, but just the pacing picks up so quickly using those jump cuts. Yeah, it's, it's so good. And, and like the elevator scene specifically has the tiny crack in between the two doors, so you can see that elevator yeah. come all the way down, and you know how slow it's going. Yeah. Um, but the entire time I'm sitting there and I'm like. I'm not like I'm I'm like anticipating something. Like I'm sitting there like waiting for the elevator so I can then continue the story, but like it 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 lets you like sit in that anticipation the entire time. Mm. Like th- the this entire game feels like the moment just before you sneeze. <laughs> um where you're like uh uh but like it it'll keep going for ages and like it you just feel like so uh, like uh heightened in terms of like you like aware of everything that's happening but there's nothing happening yet and you're waiting for the thing to happen and then when the things do happen they are very quick and very abrupt mm. and then are over in, a, in an instant mm. um which is like not how most games do things right like no. m- most of the time there are crescendos or there are big sequences of things happening in games. And this is like, like antithesis of, of that, right? Mm. Like this is like a, a very deliberate, like not a, like th- th- they're not trying to make you feel like it's anticlimactic, but it is in a way because you then have to immediately reckon with, you know, like for example, like the part where you, you bust the door down and shoot the guy in the head. Yeah. You don't even get to shoot them. In that bit, you bust the door down, and then it's and then it says paratopic. Oh, so I mean later on when you actually shoot him. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the shot is over in an instant because that's how that works, and then you are immediately like alone and everything's quiet again. Mm. 
and you don't have a gunfight. You don't shoot him a bunch of times. He's not on the ground writhing in pain or whatever. Like, that dude's dead. Yep. Um, and then you are immediately left in, okay, now what's next? Like, now what am I... I am now living with this consequence and I will progress from here. But not only that, in that in that instance, um, the very next thing that happens in that same room is you put you put one of the tapes into the, yes. the video player and then it, it rewinds to the moment you have pulled the trigger on that mm. guy. Yes. Mm. So it's that same, and it's that same thing. It's not something you can undo mm-hmm. or do in any other way. It's just this this moment again and again. You, you don't get to take that shot again. No. The, the shot has already been taken. You get to relive that moment again. Mm. Um, you have to. And it's like, I'm so glad they didn't just put you at the beginning of that scene where you walk through and then close. Like, I mm. think I think it works so much better. The fact that you just have to see the immediate consequences of your action that you've just taken. Did, did you not shoot that guy? In one of my, one of my playthroughs, I didn't. Mm. Um, he just backs into a wall until you have to shoot him. Yeah, you can shoot all around him yep. if you shoot anywhere near him. That's it. Yeah. And you can also not run out of ammo. Yes. I, I noticed that. You do? I noticed <laughs> yeah. that in the last sequence. I shot my gun once in the in the first time I played. Yep, same. And the second playthrough I did earlier today, I was I was I was I was going wild. <laughs> <laughs> just I just trying to shoot birds, shooting trees, shooting cameras. <laughs> yeah, shooting, I wish that did something. I cuz I also did that. I didn't there is an achievement for I think shooting the gun one time, mm. which I have played the game three times. I did not get that. Uh, but today, today, I think I did shoot the guy in my first shot because that's also, if you get him straight away, that's, I think, one of the achievements. Right. Um, but I did a little, I did some walking around. The very first bit where you have control in the that diner, uh, did either of you look at the things you could do? I did today, in that yeah. room? Like like squeeze the the yeah you could ketchup there's, and mustard there's two squ- sauce bottles you squeeze and sauce jumps out and goes back in there's <laughs> uh, the, the cash registers tar- and there's yeah the cash registers there's tarot, oh, the tarot cards. cards yeah mm. um but the uh, the thing the thing that made me jump today not really a jump scare it was my fault I, I think I did the but same the thing s- squeezing the sauce makes the thing jump up and then you press it again and it does there's two bottles it does the other one and then you can do them again and again but there is a short like you can't do it while the thing is still jumping. So if you if you mash the button, it does them twice, and then the only other thing is fire the gun. Yeah, <laughs> yep. so, yeah. There's two source things jumped up, and then I got a huge fright because I pulled the trigger on my gun by gun. accident. I did the exact same thing. Yeah, I did not do that. That's hilarious. Um, it's it's funny that you have. I mean, it it makes sense that. That's how they want the story to go, so they give you unlimited shots. But mm. it's so deliberate that at the, the very the first action you have is to pick up the gun and then and the bullets load individual bullets in there six times. Yeah, I so something I'm noticing because like the way because I didn't really know what was going on. Right, I played the game the first time and I was very much kind of you know I was trying to be like in it, which I found quite difficult because it's all over the place. But you. Yeah, I mean, for anyone who hasn't played this game, I guess we haven't really described it, but for anyone who hasn't played it, you're going for, yeah, you're going from these moments and the game will constantly cut. And we've described that much, but you'll you'll all of a sudden be in a different place, in a different scenario, maybe a different character. You're never really sure. It's never like you look down and you're like, oh, I'm Michaela right now. Like, you you never know. Um, You're just trying to piece it together. Mm. There are small, there are small threads that yeah. you can piece mm. together, but it's not, it's not, nothing is explicit. Exactly. Yeah. Like a conversation where someone says, oh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a businesswoman or something like that. Uh, outdoors woman. Um, 
so playing it the first time, I did kind of treat it very seriously. And I think that is why I only pulled the trigger once is because I didn't really feel the need to, you know, there's no shooting gallery moments in this. There's no, there's no targets or anything for you to hit with the gun in this game, except the guy with, with the tapes in that room. Um, playing it the first time, trying to do the dialogue seriously, trying to play all the moments seriously, treating the gun seriously, treating the camera taking seriously, walking slowly at times. And then going to the second playthrough today where I was like, all right, now I need to see what's different. Because when you finish the game the first time, you get all those, oh, you got these unlockables. You you found these outcomes. And you could see all the grayed out ones as well. And it's like, oh, okay, I got to try and do the different things and see what else happens. Um, lent, led to me just fucking around the second time I played through. I was like, I didn't say this the first time. I didn't say this the first time. Mm. And I was like, what happens if I do this? I'm going to try and pick up every item in the in the gas station. I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to try and do that, which I, I don't know, it definitely eased the tension for me the second time around, which I appreciated. Um, but yeah, how did, how did you guys go playing it your first time compared to later? Winnie? Up down. <laughs> Winnie! That's my favorite bit. Just giving the dog the mic. Giving the dog the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Never really comes through, but it's very fun. Uh, I think my I, I, we played the game a little bit differently, perhaps. Like my first time, I did totally pick up. I went around the gas oh, station okay, and grabbed everything. And uh, there no there is a single. I think, as far as I know. There's a single item in that game that when you pick it up, it is clear enough. The texture on it is clear enough that you can read what it says. <laughs> mm. Everything else is just... The Pixels. Sh- it is a box of cereal, probably. Yeah. yeah. And it has the right shapes of stuff on there, but you can't read anything. And uh, Yeah, like there's, there's like four or five aisles of things you can pick up in that in that <laughs> gas station, but like there's no reason to. No, they're just there. Yeah. Um, I did... I did a few things differently. Although the second time I played through, I think because I was not connected online on Steam, when it finished and got to the achievements bit, it just black screen and oh. nothing. Oh. Right, yeah. I, rem- I remember you saying this, yeah. Yeah, I guess because it tried to send Steam the achievements and couldn't and then just froze and didn't know what to do. I guess. Um, it is pretty... It is very one-to-one when you get the achievements unlocked in the main game. which You, you I, immediately get the ones in Steam. Yeah, and I, I like I like the way that this game doesn't bring them up as you go. It's yeah. just at the end, it's like here's the here's what you did. Good job. Yeah, yeah. maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, and we did. Uh, I looked through today. Between us, we got all the achievements. Oh, between us. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Interesting. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah, there was a couple. There's a couple that you two got that I didn't and. And yeah, we didn't all we didn't all match up. I all got right, that's funny. I got fifteen out of twenty. I got seven my first playthrough, and I guess I got eight on my second. Yeah, I don't know how many I got my second time, but I did get a few more on my third one today. Uh, yeah, you got seven achievements today, Ollie. Um, thank you, Steam. I got one yesterday, and then when I first played it, I w- would have got eleven. Oh, but you're missing a bunch. You're missing like eight of them. Yeah, I have. I'm missing eight achievements, such as sniper. I don't know what that one is. Either way, um, the the conversation you have at the beginning 
with the man in the diner. Mm. Yeah, the one that's pre-canned before you even start playing. Yes. The but do you mean the like police when you've been caught? Or the one where you are picking No, no, you are picking at the beginning. There's there's the one at, at the very very start. Um oh, you're right. So there's the bit where you're in the like tunnel and someone's like You've got an enemy. Mm. Yeah, the first line of the game is, you have an enemy, friendo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot about that conversation. I forgot yes. about that. Which sets, I feel like, sets the, the mood mm. immediately. Also, I will point out, uh, Paratopic is written by Doc Burford, who um, has written um, Adios, a game that has just come out recently, which I enjoyed very much. Um, uses the word friendo a lot in both of those games. Oh, it, really <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah. The, the the final achievement in Adios is an achievement called Adios, and the description is Adios friendo. There you go. Um, and then I looked at one of the achievements in the Paratopic, and it says, Paratopic, be seeing you, friendo. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. Uh, that's the last... That's the finishing the game one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's... That's not the last oh, one. Oh, and that, that, no, no, you're right. Yes, that is what it says on the the, the very last thing. There's that TV that... In the screen. The, the guy that you tell not to watch the tapes, he yeah, goes away turns and comes into a back TV. with a TV head, and then there's some body horror, and he gets sucked into the TV. Mm. Yeah. And it says, be seeing you, friendo. Um, what were we talking about? So, th- so there's that scene where you where you've been captured, and he goes away. He watches the tapes. Mm. Yes, and then it cuts to uh, opening credits at the start, and you're watching a crow pick out a body on the street through the diner. Yeah, and then you're listening to a, a phone call. On the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah, I can't tell if this world is like in the middle of an apocalypse or not. Yeah, because also just there's very gas gorgeous. stations, and you're talking about waffles and like milk products. Yeah, but yeah, there's that second scene. Where you you see the credits and then there's that bit where it's like, uh, you know, maid services known, you know, clean up after the thing, something like that. So I think that's the same person that goes into you loading the gun, opening the door and taking out the person looking at the tapes, or just opening the door. Yeah, yeah I think I think there are two characters you play in this game. I thought I there think, were three. I've been wondering if there were three. I think, well, maybe, maybe there are. What I I think it's the one like there's the smuggler character mm-hmm. who is the person that that you talk to talk to the guy at the very beginning and you say either you're professional or you're not yeah the Um, one whose tapes are in their room and who has the has the gun and the one that does the driving no no the one that has the gun i think is a different character that's the cleanup person that's the one who because uh when you do kick down that door in the same diner the person you shoot is the guy that that is talking to that other character at the beginning Mm. some smuggler boss yeah Well, but they have different faces also. Those two characters? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. I did wonder that. They're not drastically different, Mm. which is really strange. So I don't know if it's like he was like aged or something. I honestly couldn't tell. Um, but also the the first time you talk to him when his face is all wobbling around, yeah, his face is oh sliding around God, on his head. head. Like it. that was like a sick effect, and it makes me wonder if that person is like really like a person sort of thing. And if in and if you if a different character comes and kills him relatively well, soon, then maybe it's like whatever. If it's like a disguise or whatever he's wearing, or like mm. he's like is like not right or whatever, because obviously his, his fucking face is wobbling all around his head. That's a good point. You don't really see that same wobble and distortion on any other characters. Mm. Who do you two think the other person at the gas station is who's meant to be filling up your car? And you're oh. like, I'm traveling alone. Did you did you look? I, I, I looked outside when that happened and I couldn't see anything. So Okay, so did you look the second time you go to the gas station? Okay, because there is a body 
There's st- ominously standing there. The one that jump scares you oh. is, is, is there. Yeah, big, big black outline of a person. Yeah. Is filling up the car for you. That's so strange. So it's it's, it's, it's terrifying. Yeah. The, today when I played, I didn't look out the window because so I was like, <laughs> I don't want. I it's just me. I'm alone. I don't know what you're talking about. It was so foreboding. It was so because it's so dark out there. Except yeah. like there's the there's the pumps and the car with yeah. the lights over them, and then just nothing outside there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally I missed that. When I, I didn't see it the first time, I didn't bother looking. <laughs> I was like, there's nothing there. I don't know. Um, those those same characters are also in. I think it was at the beginning when you. It's not when. Is it might be when you're loading the gun or they they are in the diner. Yes. At the at the bar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, there's, there's two of them sitting in seats just yeah. at the counter. But then as soon as maybe it cuts away and then cuts back. When it cuts, cuts back they're gone. Yeah. yeah. Um the third character is surely the photographer, right? Separate character altogether. I think that's this oh, I, the one th- I, I was going to say, I think that's also the smuggler. I think it might be the same person. However, the smuggler, but that would mean the smuggler gets killed then. Yes, I think that could happen. Um, right. The I might be wrong though. Like the the there's a moment where that is introduced. The camera is introduced that I I really really liked. Where the car you've been driving maybe twice by this point. Mm. And then at one point it cuts back to you standing at next to the car, the side of the road in the middle of darkness mm. with the big hard case in the back that up till this point we've seen tapes. We've seen video, yeah, uh, VHSs in. Yeah. And then the action you take then is to open it up. There's a camera inside. And as soon as you pick that up, it turns into this nice serene daytime, yeah. which is just so lovely and yeah. relaxing. Just eases the tension like that. Uh, but I assumed that was the same oh, person yeah, because the the camera is on the table with the gun. I'm, I'm realizing as we're having this discussion, I really don't know any if anyone who's listening to this who hasn't played the game is going to be able to follow this, which is fine. But I'm I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, you know, sometimes people could join in if they if we like can like describe the game along this game. I honestly don't know how to make this. I, like, I I wouldn't know either. Like this is very much a. It's so disjointed and yes. Yeah, like the the. What we're trying to do is actually piece together a story that is not told to you linearly. Yeah, we're way. we're trying to understand it. The little bits we've we've seen. So yeah, that is a good point, Jeremy. Because the the at the very start when you're loading the gun, the camera is on the table. Yes. That oh, no okay so that <laughs> um that says to me then that this this person that found that camera has now come back. And is now that's why that's why the gun has been brought back to this place and the door's been kicked down and then you shoot that guy because the very last thing you do in the game is you approach that same uh, spot where we where earlier you got jump scared by the big black thing mm. disappearing and mm. then punching yeah. you in the face. Uh, returning to there, you now have a gun instead of a camera, which yeah. is that uh, fun parallel. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, you come across the the body, the mutilated body, up on this spike thing. Yes, yep. and on the ground there, there's the camera that you pick up. Yeah, and then that finishes the game. The game goes to credits. So if that character then, if we like, after that moment, goes back to the diner, it, it just ties it all together. 
I'm now more lost than I was when you start. Wait, what? No, what? But who's the person with the gun in the second bit? Because the the thing the thing that is like a thread between them is it's like okay, there's the person with the gun, and then there's the person with the camera. But now we're saying those are both the same person because there's a gun and a camera out at, on the front desk at the start. No, I think that's the that's the the cleanup person is separate to the smuggler person. Mm. The smuggler person is the one with the camera that goes through that forest area. She gets killed. And then the cleanup person goes through that same area with the gun, finds the camera, and that leads her back to. Oh, because the, the cleanup diner. person yeah. sitting at the at, at the, the diner at the diner is holding the camera because they've already gone and retrieved it. Yes, it's not their camera. Interesting. It's got pictures of birds. How about this though? How, what if the photographer isn't the smuggler? What if the photographer is? Just totally unrelated. No, that doesn't make sense though, because it's in the power company case, mm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it's so, so it can't be too unrelated. And it's the same car. Yeah, I mean, I at that point, it's hard to honestly for me. I, I, I <laughs> it's hard to know whether to chalk that up to like reuse of assets or like color swap or anything like that, because a lot of it is just like very lean in terms of asset creation in this game. I think. Um. Yeah. I think the the moral of that story is we just don't we don't know. I'm not sure if that makes more sense. Your idea, Ali, that the person picks up the the end of the game where they call the the emergency services um, is the the person with the gun. I don't know why they're there. Why would they be there? At the in the diner, you mean? No, at the in the train yard. By the by the river. Why would they find that body? Maybe that's where they've been sent to do the cleanup. And whatever the the camera had on it that showed the person this is what's been going on. This is the reason this has happened here. So that the person on the phone at the very, very start, right after Frendo, the on the person on the phone is like, Hey, uh, normal task, do your job and you is like, yeah, of course, of course I do, of course I would. You know, the person's like, all right, maid service is coming, the maid service is coming to pick it up. Which means that you aren't the cleanup service. Because you're the person sitting at the diner taking the call that the person is saying cleanup is going to come and clean up after you, after you kill this person in the back room of the diner. That's true. There is also, that, that phone call is a reference to a hike, like how they're saying, like how yeah. was your hike? Which ah, uh, how was your hike? Up into the that makes sense mm-hmm. by the train yard. It's a weird time. What do you? Th- mm. That answers most of my questions. I'm glad we're sort of trying to work this out um, <laughs> in terms of that bit. Um, There's but also, how come you look in this passenger seat and the <laughs> the gun and the, the bo- and, and the mm. box keep keep changing or nothing? Or nothing. Yeah, or nothing. That I don't know. One of the dry, I think the driving sequences were some of my favorite bits because of one specific thing they do, or maybe just the mood they elicited. Which um, do either of you? Neither of you drive cars. I have driven enough. I've driven enough. Never driven a car. In my have life. you been on a? Have you driven along like here to Sydney or or just along legs of it? Yeah. So uh, so well, the thing that happened to me every time, even when I had. You know, was aware of it, and it would probably happen again in the game, or when you're driving to Sydney. In well, kind of both. Okay, um, I, I, I know what you're gonna. The say. thing that the game did was, 
uh, I was driving. Switch the radio on. I love that talk radio, even though it's just yes. mostly gibberish. That's close it. enough. <laughs> it was it. so good. It, it was so... I feel like I should be understanding this, but I yeah. can't. I well, was... It's, I was yeah, sorry, it's just the perfect thing to just have on and not listen to. or Because <laughs> it's literally yeah. not language. <laughs> yeah. But it's so close. But it sounds it's like so language. It's so close. It's what... It was what I was assume English sounds like to non-English speakers. Yeah? No. Because you could recognize like the intonation of like English. Yeah, no, to me it sounded like it. There's no words. No, but like occasionally there's a word thrown in is the thing. That's what really threw me. Uh, That I enjoyed. That wasn't the the key thing though. There's I think three times you're driving the car, maybe three or four. uh, And every time it cuts back, it is the same. I assume it's the same long journey you're on. Yeah. Uh, And it's in different parts of like... Um, urban environment like it starts in a very built up city with giant tall buildings yeah. Uh, and then the last one ends up just in the middle of nowhere there's silos but not much else around lots of power lines um, but as you're driving you do go from from like the built up city into just like what would be like the edge of the city like the buildings aren't as tall uh, and the signs yeah the, and yeah there's, it, the environment changes and the thing that it did to me my brain like those are long enough and you can kind of as long as you're still focusing on the road. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every time there was a point where I just sort of noticed that the environment had changed. Like, oh, I'm not in the city anymore. Yeah, Like the the tall buildings oh, now. Right, right, right. And it, I was just amazed because like... It was gradually changing until the point where you noticed that it had been gradually changing. Yeah, it was just, different. I just... Yeah, yeah. Like it was so slow that I... And I was so focused on just staying on the road and listening to the radio... And not that I wasn't like, you know, in, in a long drive in real life, it's not the, like you've got your eyes on the road and that part of your brain is focused. But then outside of that, it's just, yeah, you it can change and not, it doesn't, it's not that clear until you, you yeah. notice it. Mm. Yeah. Reminds me of a train ride as well, like a, like a V-line train ride into the country where you'll, you'll go through different parts of the of the city and parts you haven't seen before. And mm. all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's no houses here anymore. That's weird. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it also reminds you of like, if you take a trip, you know, whether even walking or driving or public transport or anything like that, a, a trip that you do regularly, mm. you then autopilot it a bunch. And yeah. then sometimes you might think about, you might have like a sudden realization of where you are and you'll be like, oh, I actually don't remember all the last five minutes. Yeah. Like I have turned off my brain to the point where if you ask me what happened in the last five minutes, I would have no idea. And it's semi-dreamlike in that way mm. because it's that paired with the object to your right-hand side on the seat changing <laughs> yeah. all the time is also very dreamlike. I would like to point out in my first playthrough, I didn't notice it change once because what I would do is I would, I would look around a little bit but I'd be like, all right, I'm going to focus on not crashing. I want to, I want to, I wonder if there's a thing in this game that's like, as soon as you crash, it'll do the cut. Or like, as soon as you like turn off the radio, it'll do a cut. So I just, I just try to keep it as static and like focused on driving just to see how long it would go. And, you know, having played it today, that's just not what happens. But that's, that's where my brain went when I was first playing it, mm. which meant I kind of just left my mouse in view of the passenger seat most of the time and just focus on driving forward. So it never changed. <laughs> and then I noticed today, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. You can, Um, I, I, I actually caught it change once or twice. Yeah, um, me too. Because I got like the the, the, oh. the the trigger of the change actually like happened at the wrong spot. And I, I saw the object like this. <laughs> I, th- oh, I thought it was, 
based on looking and looking away. It it is, yeah. but I think I I just man- managed to accidentally trick it once or twice, which was funny. Interesting. I was, yeah, I was wondering if for me it happened when there was a small object. So there was the gun on the seat, which was out of my view, and then it changed to the box, which became in my view. Right. Yep. So I was just wondering if it was like like a raycast thing, or it's like, oh, you're not detecting the object. Oh, you're detecting this new object. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. What do we think the tapes are? I know it's like the Pulp Fiction, like you know what's inside the briefcase <laughs> yeah. sort of thing, but like, but we see it and we see it a bunch. It's it's something. It does something to you. Yeah, it turns your head into a fucking flower. Apparently, <laughs> it turns your head into flower. a flower or a TV. Yeah, that you then fold into. It does body horror things. It does. It it <laughs> yeah. it, it fucks you up. Um. Oh, that, the did either of you when you got the camera try to wander down the road? Yes. yes. And the, then and then it like phases out. And it does. Oh, it, it does it, the like it VHS. Out. Yeah, yeah, it does a VHS what? rewind. That's a really good point. You know, at the very, very, actually, the very end when you're on the emergency services call, mm. then you hang up. There's a VCR sound like of yeah. like the tape ending and being ejected mm-hmm. at the end of that. Um. So just you know, the context. Um. Oh man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't. I don't. I don't get it because the thing is, you see what happens to other people. And you see that this person in your apartment is sort of this almost like tape junkie who's just like, I don't want, you know, I can't use the one you gave me. I, I used and used it and now it's just static. So now it's no good. Give me another one. And it's this like illicit substance. But you see- She wants a juicy one. Yeah. She wants the juicy one, yeah. which you can't give her. Which yep. you say no. She just can't yeah. do it. But you also see, you get the opportunity to look at tapes at the end after you shoot the guy. And instead of fucking you up, it rewinds time. Yeah, but that's it, you don't see what's on there because as soon as it plays, you yeah, go back it jumps time. back. Yeah. Did you notice the environment changes when you put the tapes in? No. I didn't. I noticed that the one you put in is gone. And the, the, the tapes that are beside the, the TV stack up higher. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. That's interesting. Don't know what to make of it, but it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. Tell me about it. It's kind of the whole game. Mm-hmm. Do we have a favorite part? Favorite thing? Favorite aspect? Favorite section? I like the repetition. I like the the way that the first walkthrough with the camera of that forest area is so slow and drawn out, and the, so you're taking slow. photos of wa- uh, boards, birds, <laughs> boards. Uh, there's the one bird that just keeps flying away every time you point the camera at it. Fucking red bird, right? It's pretty. Uh, and then I get it. And then the the cut later in the game with like instead of a camera now it's a gun yeah and i'm sure the first time through you thought what i did which was ah oh, this is such a long yes like I, such I know a long walk and so then, long and, and then they skip you sections you take, yeah you take 10 steps and it jumps you forward that's, that's and the music the, glitches yeah. in time with it that's yeah. the uh the pacing i was talking about before like that that yeah it accelerates the ending so much and you know what's at the top of that that hill yeah or you, you have, think you do you have been there yeah uh, and then instead of a jump scare, like now you've got the gun. So you're thinking now I can kill whatever that thing is that, that scared me before. I'm going to take it down. But it turns, turns out, out it's a, a corpse that's been strung up and yep. you, there's no use for that gun at that point. Like you're not there to shoot anything. Mm-hmm. I did shoot lots of things. But <laughs> didn't do anything. <sighs> Favorite part. I The writing in the... Uh, gas stations is really so much better than it needs to be. 
It's so good. Um, the, the conversation. The conversations with the clerks. Um, and they, they tell a really interesting story. I, I don't think they're that good in terms of branching dialogue specifically because, you know, playing it multiple times, there's a lot of a lot of times where you have multiple prompts that get you the same response. And it's like, okay, cool. You, you sort of see the, the, the threads. But each response and each prompt is quite quite well written. I mean, I love the, the lines where it says lie. Where it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's like <laughs> lie. I actually don't like waffles. I prefer pancakes. <laughs> that, then, yeah, I'm not one, interested in a big ball of yarn. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I like, that, I like that those as well were different. Like they were... They had personality. Like one of them... Exactly, yeah. Not... Yeah, the lie of I don't like... I'm not interested in a giant ball of yarn. Yep. Which is just funny on its own. And then the filthy lie of I prefer pancakes filthy over Filthy lie, that's right. Did you pick that one? <laughs> yes. When you, and then when the next line is just, it's, it's not a choice. You just say, I'm just funning you. Yeah. Uh, pancakes are the devil food or something. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, good, we're waffle people around here. Hmm. But it's it, they're, they're so nonsense. Those conversations are so nonsense. And because I never saw that specter out in the, in the the um out on the road, I, I never associated those sections with any dread. <laughs> so... I know it was quite good. They were they were quite interesting, and and the way the way in the second one, it's like all of the things where the guy starts listing the state park and the museum and the milk factory, and you're like, you kind of have to go through a lot of the responses before you start wrapping it up. And then yeah. by the time you start wrapping it up, your character's like, well, uh, well, what would you recommend for doing something like this? And mm. and and strings out the conversation is like, oh. It's, it's interesting. The character doesn't want to doesn't want to end this conversation, and even says for the final bit is like, "Well, I can't stay here forever." It's um, the, I think the writing is really really good. You should play Adios. It's like all that as like the the preface of the game, and it's it's done really well. Minus the horror, yes, the jump cuts. Um, did either of you enter the abandoned structure below the forest? The shed, in the shed. The, yes, the second times are. I don't. Remember there being anything of interest in there, though? Is there? Yeah. What's in a, there? So, 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 did, did you, you go, did you go down the spiral staircase into the giant metal room? Oh, maybe I missed this. There, there's, yeah. a, there's a metal door that you like knock on, and then nothing happens, and you walk away, and then this big like sound, and it's the door opening. Oh no, I think. I, and then you go down there. It, it, it's this like. Ollie, have you ever seen Lost? <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. Is it the bunker? It's like the bunker. It's like a, a, a Dharma Initiative facility. You go down, except it's for the, the power companies, for the... The, the electric the, company. The electric company, yeah. There's this strange thing. And there's this old informational tape that starts playing, and there's this big hole in the ground, and it's this whole weird thing. Right. Yeah, that must be where I missed out on some of the achievements. Yeah, I think just one of them. I, there's really not much to do in there. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it starts giving you, like, world building yeah. in a strange way. Um, and it's like, let's talk about like this thing that they're trying to do. I don't remember. I, I was just thinking about it then. Do they speak in English? The, then or through the whole game? Cause just then. Well, then I have no idea. But for the rest I, of the no, game. No, there's subtitles. For the rest of the game, I feel like the levels of gibberish. Yeah. Most of it is, is completely uh, just nonsense. There are points like the beginning phone call, and then like where they're like, actually, "Are you ready?" Yeah, the big right at the beginning, and then the 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 emergency call at the very yeah. end. It's not English. It's like it is. It is closer to English than anything else. You can recognize the sounds of the words being spoken 
as you're reading them. Yeah, when they, they match the subtitles. Yeah, but you'd probably be very confused. You probably wouldn't recognize anything if you didn't have the subtitles. Yeah. So when you go in there, like a you, you flick a switch and some lights turn on. Yeah, you find like a breaker box. Yeah, and then it says like, "Oh, hello, I didn't see you there. My name is Doctor Something Algernon Kane." Algernon. On behalf of the power company, I'd like to welcome you to our humble project. You're here because you're here because you believe in the future. That makes we are all of us working towards the future. <laughs> he glitches out. Uh, through our roles, may be very different. Uh, glitches out. Glitches out. Thank you once again for the sacrifices you've made. The future is bright. And then it like shuts off. If and the then sacrifices you've made. Remember that one. But you can go like further in a little bit. You can go down some stairs. Oh really? I didn't. I didn't do anything. So past the, that. the hole in the middle of the room. You could, there's there's a there's a ladder. I tried doing stuff around that. It just didn't let me move. I'll have to play this game again. Damn. It's again and again. It's really strange. Um, I did find the walking speed, even when I was playing it the first time. Especially in the forest, I was like, God, this is slow. <laughs> it was so slow. And then when I started the second time, I was just going through the options and I was like, toggle toggle to run. I'm like, oh my God, yes. That was the best. Did Did you not hit shift the first time? Oh, I was holding. I, I knew there would shift, but I had to right. hold. I was ho- I was holding shift the whole game. <laughs> it was like, it was so slow. Yeah, I think that's on like it, it, on purpose it's in my mind. It's part of that tension yeah. building, right? It's, it it does it, it it's, serves it's, its purpose. It's a nice relaxing walk in the forest. Ah, uh, taking pictures of birds. I wouldn't say relaxing. So something something I wrote here at the end of my first play session was my uneasiness meant that I didn't really feel I could take in the dialogue. I was anxious to get through it, convinced it would all come apart when I least expected. And that's how I felt with the walking as well. I was just like, I want to get to the end of the segment because there's going to be enough, there's going to be a cut, something's going to change, something's going to happen. And I was never I was never taking for granted anything that was happening in my field of view at any time because I knew it could all just go away. Thinking about Soma when you were playing? Not really. Okay. It, it, it sounded like the what you were like you were expecting a like an unravel moment, and you're not walking fast enough to get away. No, not that. More that because there had been so many jump cu- jump cuts, I was just waiting for the next jump cut right. to happen when I least expected. So I was expecting it. <laughs> expected the unexpected. <laughs> uh, what what else did you find in the in the bunker? I uh, no no sorry that, no that was it. you don't you don't go down. There's like there's like a barrier in the way. Yeah. Um, but oh. it's, it's like an ominous looking hole. It's just a pit. Yeah, there's a pit and there's a ladder going into the pit which you can't access. But there's like a big round satellite or something right next to it as well, which looks like it's crashed in it. Yeah, there's like it, there's like debris or rubble in there. Yeah. Um, maybe something climbed out of the hole. Maybe the thing climbed out of the hole. Well, I mean, you knock on it and then you leave, and then like the door opens. So like, yeah, that was weird. That was it closes some, after you, doesn't it? I don't know if it does it. I'm not sure. I like the the jump the um, jump scare that when when you're caught and punched, uh, that shocking as it is, it immediately cuts back to driving the car. Yeah, uh, pointed not like at a wall, but you need to take control of that car if you want to avoid hitting yeah the side straight away. Which mm-hmm. uh, today I don't remember the other times, but today at least 
I was trying to drive the whole thing without hitting the wall once and right. was still just taken aback by that jump scare enough that I almost <laughs> like I almost didn't didn't get back to the car in time and, mm-hmm. and yeah just it's done so well it, so well it, it reminds me of like being in a car and then having a memory of something and then sort of living through that memory and then all of a sudden being back mm-hmm. where you were and then having to take control of the car again <laughs> um you should pull over and have a sleep if that's happening. <laughs> I think I've got more things to worry about if a big monster in the middle of the fucking forest <laughs> punched me in the head and struck oh, yeah. me up. This memory. Yeah. What a fond memory when I died. Um, Have you remembered anybody didn't enjoy or anything that they... I, maybe the game. <laughs> you, you're not, not decided yet. You, you're not sure if you like it or not? No, I'm not. Right. When it's it's fun unraveling the mystery, playing it through the second time, and sort of piecing the bits together with you guys now. But mm. the first time through, I was confused and disoriented, <laughs> and on the edge of my seat. When and when I was asked to to come back again here, mm. uh, this was I think this was the first game that that popped up. It was yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. Um, I also at that point I hadn't played it, so I played through it and then. I was not. I was sure Jeremy would be fully on board, um, but I didn't know if if you or June would. I don't know how you'd feel about this game. So I was kind of. It took me. It took me time. I had a few other games I kind of went to, but this is the one that was the most interesting. Mm. Um, but yeah, I felt like maybe this. Maybe you would feel this way about it. Uh, not not for any reason or anything, but just its its abstractness. Yeah, is yeah. something that. May not get on with everyone. I think that's fair enough. You know, would you would you recommend the game, Kerry? Not to everyone. I don't think it's going to be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. Uh I could think of like a certain friend of mine from high school who would love this game. Right. Maybe not necessarily the story, but the way the story is told and the graphics and the 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 weird body horror and. He would absolutely love this game. I think I think June might really like this game as well. Mm. Being more of a horror fan, um, I reckon June would have gotten really sucked into those tense moments and 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 the the suddenness of the jump cuts. I reckon that that I reckon June would have really enjoyed it. But um, it's not for everyone. I don't, I don't think. I like that it's short. Yeah, yeah. God, the length is so palatable. Mm. And like the beginning of the game, like literally, says, like there's no saving in this game. You have to finish it in one sitting. Yeah, that's yes. I, I wrote that down as well. Yeah, mm. like it's it's an experience to be had in one go. I ate lunch in the middle of it today. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I stopped like four times while I was playing today. Four times, just little little it's like most, once every ten minutes. Mostly little ones, but also a lunch break in the middle. Every time the game cut, I got up and, <laughs> and I was just like, Sam was like, oh, there's a bird on the fence. And I was like, oh, really? So I was like, yeah, you should come look. I'm like, oh, okay, paused. <laughs> Like I said, the second time I'm playing, I'm I'm poking holes. I'm trying to fill in all the squares. And I was interested to see if there was like a different ending or if it did branch very differently. The mm. biggest branch from what I had done is I didn't go into the bunker because I had already done it. And I answered differently. I, I gave the, the the woman a tape in the apartment instead of holding out. And so I got to see her face peel. Did that shock you when it happened? Fucking sure as hell shocked yeah. me. I mean, no, because it was like the second time, and I was like, "Oh, she's watching the tape. Something fucked up's about to happen." 
because it was the second time I played the game. I'd already seen Frendo, you know. Sure, but like her face peels like a flower and she blooms. Yeah. I think it was more like, that's one of the few times the camera control is taken away from you. That's true. And like, it brings you all the it's way like into a, the apartment, which is, which is odd. Yeah. Um, and feels very different to the rest of the game. Um, yeah, also like the fucking sound design in this game is so good. It's it's really good. And I know we've spoken about how, you know, they're not speaking English, but the way the sound is, is made, um, you sort of stop hearing it after a while because you're reading the subtitles. But the, the way that the mouth sounds are made, that the, the the, the speaking sounds. <laughs> mouth sounds. <laughs> mouth sounds. The way the speak speaking noises are made is really interesting. It's really mm. impressive. Um, and the way the music, I think something about the music that got me is the there's the way the mic fades over on top of the radio and makes it go quieter in that third trip. And so you can hear less and less of the radio because it, the background noise is sitting further ahead and it's this more ominous, just like... No, that's that's you driving out of the range of the radio station. Uh, that's, it just goes oh, away because... Yeah. <laughs> I you're, don't think you're in so. The of, no, but you're in the middle of nowhere by that point. Like I mean, o- that makes sense, but like it's not like it's silence on the radio and then you're hearing static. It's more like the radio's still there. It's just getting quieter. And the background music of the game is getting louder and sitting on top of it. I'm pretty sure it does go to static. Yeah, but it's not like it goes static and it's quiet and you're left there with your own thoughts. I think that would have been more impressive than... Because it it, it just becomes that the radio becomes so quiet under the background music of the game. The background music of the game sits on top like a like a ringing ear at, at some point. It It dominates the audio space. I feel like it's the other way around. I feel like that that was there the whole time under the radio, mm. and then as the radio fades to nothing, interesting. It it doesn't. Or maybe it comes back up a little bit, but yeah, I, I had a, I had the opposite experience. There you go. It's like a class half full and half empty situation. <laughs> um, both times that I played the game, like four or so weeks apart, um, I realize I've taken the same screenshot. <laughs> um, both of them being the conversation with the man f- for the l- lie. No, I'm not interested in a giant ball of twine. <laughs> I took a screenshot of both playthroughs in different locations <laughs> just for that one line. So I, just, I just realized. It's like a it's like a, a donut county line. Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah. It it made me like actually chuckle a little yeah. bit. Um do we have any other Closing thoughts, final thoughts. I'm excited to play Adios at some point after playing this. Yeah, if it's like this, but more coherent. <laughs> I would like some coherence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, Adios is is more direct and more traditional in terms of its design and narrative design. If you want to hear more of Jeremy's thoughts on Adios, listen to the latest episode of the Minimap Cast, episode number 56. Or go on my Twitter, I clipped it out and posted it there too. There you go. Um, I think the only other thing that I've got in my notes that I hadn't brought up is the um, mm-hmm. in the in that gas station again. Did you two go to? Did you talk to the guy about? I forget what it is. Something like maybe something to keep you awake or something. Yeah, yeah. he mentions that it's in the vending machine at the back. Yep. Uh, you can then go and put a coin into the vending machine, jam on the buttons a bit. Nothing happens, and then you like and the coin. It. The coin comes out, and then you yeah you click again. And it like punches the machine. Uh, yeah, I did that. 
that it was just that that moment was the contrast between just such a small thing and wandering around and just like handling these items. Yeah. The violence of that <laughs> was just so sudden and and it's like it when just you stood out to me. <laughs> it's like when you were trying to squeeze the bottles and you shot your gun. <laughs> yeah, that but that one was on me. <laughs> I, sort of. This one I felt like the character was just the frustration. Yeah. Was yeah, unexpected. Mm. Um have either of you two done like you know any did you go on YouTube and type in the words paratopic or did you do any of that stuff? No. I um I found out about this game from a person I watch. It was, it was Aaron Signal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His video. Uh, like ages ago though. Yeah. Uh, and I have intentionally not gone back and watched it yet because right. I wanted I wanted to present my thoughts as my own. Um, but I will now because I like hearing about stuff like this put through uh, put through filters of other people. Mm. Mm. Like there's a like I I I've, I've listened and watched a few um, people's interpretations of the story and stuff. There's many different, as you could probably imagine, many mm-hmm. man, many people have different uh, interpretations of the story. Some of them I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. And some of them I'm like, I don't agree with this at all. Mm. Um, which makes it very fascinating to, it's like, like, for example, the, the, there was one which I, I was watching actually earlier today um, by Mandalore Gaming. Um, yeah, right. Um, which I think is a, a, an interesting review Um and like a, an interesting take and read on the story, which when I watched it, I went, I think I actually just dis- disagree with most of it. Um, they they talk about stories of demons and um, things like hmm. uh, the electric, like as in uh, they weave every element together to create this story, which I, I think is like, it's just, you know, there's no definitive endings. It's just more like my read of it was different to theirs, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. But like, that they found a story in this game which dealt with um, what you were actually smuggling was like the demons and like the, which is why it's at the car when you're in the truck at the, at the, 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 the rest stop. Yeah. Right. Um, and the electric company was like getting energy from them or whatever and accidentally opened something up and, uh, they they feed on the tapes or it, like the tapes are a drug to them or whatever and one of the, one of the the neighbors one of the neighbors is actually um, one of the beings this is similar to the one in the diner for example mm. um, it's interesting it's it's like it's worth watching to go like huh that is not a perspective I had at all <laughs> yeah um, to say the least this game's so fragmented and disjointed I you know I, I struggled to come up with any sort of reading of the text. You know, um, when did you play it the first time? Five days ago. Okay, late at night, like eleven o'clock. Um, do you have an urge to go back and play it again? Did I or do I? Do you like like has it been sitting with you, or is you sort of like you're only thinking about when you're actively thinking about it? I'm only really actively th- only when I'm actively thinking about it. It's um, like I said earlier. And what I wrote down after my first read, because I, because I wasn't taking anything for granted inside of the game, mm-hmm. it also meant I wasn't absorbing it very much. It's sort of similar to when I was watching Breaking Bad the first time, and everything became so awful by the end. 
that I was just like, I can't get invested in any of this. I can't get invested in the story because if I do, it's going to get turned on my head and I'm going to feel awful. And so I just, I like numbed myself to the end of Breaking Bad when I was watching it the first time because it was so horrendous. Um, to the point where I really didn't take it in. Right. Which is why I was like, eh, the ending of Breaking Bad. Eh. And now you're <laughs> like... Yeah, it's really well done. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really well done. It's an excellent bit, bit of storytelling. And I'm never going to have the feeling of what it's like to watch it and feel those feelings because I mm. know the plot and I miss the feeling of learning the plot for the first time Yeah, because I had to numb myself to it. And so I kind of did that with this because everything was so unexpected and so I don't know what to do with it. I was just like, ah, oh, look, that person died at the end. That's weird. I didn't understand that. Okay, oh, we're going to credits. Oh, I shot that person. That's weird. Okay, uh, what's next? I'm be- 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 we're about to cut to the car. Okay, I'm driving the car a bit. We're going to... My brain processed it very strangely. Mm. Yeah. I think if I'm going to recommend this to anyone, it's not based on the story. No. It's based on it's who the based person on, is. Well, yeah, it, it is not for everyone, this game, but those who it is for, I think it's... What I got out of it the first time, at least, was just it was enough. There was enough intrigue there to keep me going. The yeah. jump cuts were like nothing. If something lingered, it was definitely on purpose. Yeah, and there was enough. There were enough moments throughout that it just, it just, I don't know. The experience was good. It was a positive experience. Mm. Uh, that's not. Sometimes you come out of something like this going like, oh, well, that was something. Was it good? I don't know. <laughs> Did I like it? I don't know. This I this I did like, and that's how I felt about coming out of Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but there are definitely, yeah, there there are things that are meant to just be, yeah, experienced. Mm. And you're not I meant guess. to have the answers necessarily. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as this, since you played it, when did you first play it, Ollie? I first played it a while ago when we when we were talking about it, what, like so a month ago, maybe yeah, five or six weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. Uh, has it lingered in your mind as much? Not necessarily. I don't think so, really. Like, oh, some of it. There are definitely parts that I remember just because, like, the, the driving in that car was just weirdly good. It was nothing. Yeah. It's just so nothing. But it is. it was done. It, it achieved what it set out to do, I assume. Well, that's what it felt like to me anyway. Uh, yeah, just there was enough, like... The moment of of that Carrie missed of turning and seeing the the creature next to your car when the guy points out, "Hey, your buddy out there, they're they're done." You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> um, it was yeah. It's a good collection of things. It's quite short, so even if you hate it, you can you can get through the whole thing and not feel not feel cheated out of much time. Yeah, you know? it's absolutely intriguing. Like it's a, mm. it's definitely intriguing. But having played it twice now. Don't, especially because like the conversations, like I was saying before, like you get the same answers for multiple prompts. Um, I don't feel like I'm, obviously I'm missing five achievements. I'm missing a few things, but I don't really feel like I'm missing much. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I need to go, go back and play it again. Maybe I will because of the stuff that you've pointed out that I missed. Mm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. It's I'm happy with the time I spent with it. Mm. Yeah, like I, I think... For me, the the driving sections I think were my favorite because they like like you said they felt so deliberate. But I think they also they struck a chord of it 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 did what my favorite games do, which is it leaves me in my own thoughts to think about the thing that I've just seen, mm. Um, mm. which I 
I love it when games do that. Any game that lets me do that, I'm sitting there going, bold. Um, <laughs> basically because it's not just like tickling the part of my brain that makes me go like, mm, yes, numbers go up good all the time. And I can like, I'm actually thinking about the thing that I'm doing is <laughs> I'm, I'm strangely giving me nothing to do makes me actively think about a game more than I'm ever passively thinking about something. Um, because it's almost like the negative space has created a, th- a part of it that I need to fill, which I love. I, I love, I love, I love that. It's tricky though, because I think you can do that and just lose yes, and just lose people's attention. It yeah. is a very, very fine balance to do. And I, th- I think this game does it quite well. Um, mm. Very rarely, and actually at all, in the driving sections, for example, I was not thinking like, oh, this is boring. No, I was just listening to the radio. <laughs> it was lovely. I did like the classical music on the radio. Mm-hmm. It was annoying in the third section when there was only people to listen to. <laughs> I was, I got into my own head in such a way <laughs> because I knew the object next to me was changing. Oh, right. And I needed to tell myself to not look every second. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like have a bunch of times where I would look like four times in like five seconds. And that I'd say, no, focus on the road, <laughs> look forward. <laughs> And then I'm sitting there thinking about like, I wonder if it's changed. Like, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to check if it's changed, but I'm not going to do that because I've checked too many times. And I'm like, oh, it's changed. <laughs> and, and I'm, and then I'm looking back and forth, see if it's going to change again. And it's not. I'm like, oh, it's not going to change. And I'm looking back and I'm like, what if it's changed? I wonder if I look now if it's going to be the same. I'm like, oh, it's the same. And like, <laughs> but like, I, I was so, like like one half of my brain was dedicated to that and the other half of my brain was dedicated to whatever had just happened in the game as well, mm. um, which I, I I adored. I thought it was great. Um, I, When I think about this game after not playing it for a little while, like I think about those sections the most, I think. Mm. Um, I don't quite know why. I think they were, they were evocative of something that maybe even was possibly larger than the game of like that mm. awkward, like... Like it, the game is kind of filled with like vague spaces. Like there's no, there's not a lot of definition in terms of what the world is aside from maybe the diner. You don't really know where the gas station is. You're just in a forest. You're just in the middle of the road. You're in a hotel, which looks like every hotel ever, um, or apartment building rather. It's it like everything for like you know like liminal spaces. You know of that concept of vague spaces that are. Like that, th- they are absent of details to the point where you make it makes you feel like you have been there before. Right. Um, it's more like you're looking at the concept of a place. Kinda, yeah. But they're like physical places. There's like the there's a there's like a subculture of YouTube that deals with liminal spaces, and a lot of them are stupid. But <laughs> but some of them are, some some of them are really fascinating. It's like the it'll be an office building that has no tables or chairs, but has fixtures of where tables and chairs would be. And I look at that like, oh, I've been there. Definitely haven't been there. That's somewhere in Canada or something like that, right? Um, or like a hotel that is on the corner with a few lights on in the middle of the snow. And it looks very, very familiar, which doesn't make any sense because I've never been to the snow. <laughs> um, and it, they, it, it, it captures something in your mind that makes you feel a level of nostalgia for something you haven't actually experienced. And part of this game did that for me in a way that like caught me all the way off guard, um, which was very, very fun to have to reckon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, 
I like this game quite a bit. Mm. I would I, I I would like to play this game again in maybe eight months. Yeah. And go and just actually have a memory of this game, I think would be cool. I think. As opposed to the fake ones. Well, like I, as opposed to the the me feel feel like I'm remembering parts of this game which I didn't remember because I haven't played it before. <laughs> what what I was just talking about with liminal spaces, like you like you yeah. feel like you feel like you have a level of belonging okay, to your okay, space right, 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 that right, you right, right. don't actually have any belonging to, but it, it is evoking emotions that are linked. Those to Those are else. your memories of playing this game. That's what your memories are of it. They are now. What I'm saying is, the first time I played this game, I feel like there were spaces that I had at least been somewhat familiar with. Mm, upon seeing them the first time through, I'm, I'm gonna. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm what I'm Liminal. saying is it evoking that feeling in you of knowing what those spaces are. That is your experience of playing it for the first time. That is your memory of experiencing it. That's it. It's not like you've you've played the game wrong or there's a weight and like oh, yeah, I know. that's it. That's what it did with you. That's that's how it happened. So according to aesthetics fandom, <laughs> aesthetics fandom, aesthetics fandom, um, I love just like that. Omegaverse. I'm a big fan of aesthetics. <laughs> The the aesthetic known as liminal space is a location which is a transition between two other locations or states of being. Typically, these are abandoned or oftentimes empty. A mall at 4 a.m. or a school hallway in summer, for example. Mm. That's a lot of this game also. Mm. It's a lot of you... Place you've seen. Well, like that, but also like it, it is the... You, you, for, for all intents and purposes, most of this game is you exploring in between... The events happening of the story. Yeah, it's you exploring yeah. between jump cuts. Yeah, because I feel like stuff has happened in between the the two connecting little scenarios you're in, and they they hide that from you, mm. um, which is which is fun. I think it's a yeah. I think that's a good way of thinking of it. But I also think it's like a combo of of both important parts of the story and less important parts. Yeah. Because obviously you shooting that smuggler guy, it's probably a pretty big deal in this in the overall story of this. Uh, but then just going for a walk with your camera, yeah, that you pulled out of the back of your Ute. Where did you guys shoot the guy in the head the first time? The first time I tried to shoot everywhere around him, mm. and then shot you shoot not like at slightly him. too close. Yeah, but I shot close enough that I I got him in the side. Like, yeah, I, I I got that one the second time I played. Yeah, I shot him in the leg today. Whole leg just came right off. Wow. wow. Oh yeah, like <laughs> like there's just yeah, there's a bit at like where his groin attaches like to his leg. It's just flesh. It's just no leg there anymore. It's like a Barbie doll. <laughs> kind of yeah. That <laughs> today I shot him in the head because there's an achievement for doing that. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if I have that. I have I no want, idea. I wanted to collect them all. Like Pokemon. It's just like Pokemon. Uh, I'm Paratopic. To it's just like Pokemon. <laughs> Put that on the box. 18 plus. Um, I'm trying to look up the name of a movie that this... Um, Mulholland Drive? No, that this game has reminded me of, but my laptop is so upsettingly slow. Okay, I found it. Have either of you ever seen or heard of the movie 21 Grams? No. I know of it. I've not seen it. It's stars Sean Penn and Benicio Del Toro, I think, and Naomi Watts, according to this, my... Oh, music by Gustavo Santalaya, who yeah. did uh, Last of Us soundtrack. Um, the idea is 21 grams is the uh, 
it's the amount of weight that a body loses when uh, it dies. Mm. And people say it's like that's how much a soul, soul. weighs. Yeah. yeah. But that whole movie is like it's tragic. The whole thing is tragic. But it's told in this it's not it's not jump cuts, but it's out of order. You're going from the characters' perspectives, different times of their lives, it's all over the place. It's so interconnected and interwoven and seemingly unrelated and absolutely wild. And this reminds me of that a bit. Right. I haven't seen it in a long, long, long time. But yeah. Does 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 humans know what that twenty one grams is? Does humans know? Does humans know? <laughs> uh, tw- like, is that a thing that we're aware of? What that is? Okay, give me a second to read up. Okay, I'll be back. And because when I heard that, I was like, "Wow, that's cool!" And in my mind, I'm like, "That could be used for so many stories." Yeah. And mm. then I thought about it for a moment. I'm like, "Wait, how do we not know what this is?" I, or maybe it's just convenient that, like, who's weighing somebody the moment they die? How do we know? Experiment. It's actually just not true. <laughs> the 21 oh. grams experiment mm. refers mm. to a scientific study published in 1907 by Duncan McDougall, McDougall, sorry, a physician from <laughs> Haverhill, Massachusetts, uh, hypothesized that souls have physical weight, attempted to measure the mass lost by a human when the soul departed the body. McDougall attempted to measure the mass change of six patients at the moment of death. One of the six subjects <laughs> lost three-fourths of an ounce, 21.3 grams. <laughs> McDougall stated his experiment would have to be repeated many times before any conclusion could be obtained. The experiment is widely regarded as flawed <laughs> and unscientific due to the small sample size, the methods used, as well as the fact only one of the six subjects met the hypothesis. <laughs> that means five out of six didn't, but let's not worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> The case has been cited as an example of selective reporting. Despite yeah, its objective no with the scientific community, McDougall's experiment popularized the concept that the soul has weight and specifically that it weighs 21 grams. That's so funny. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> that is hilarious that some dickhead at one point was like, oh, the soul weighs 21 grams and then found somebody that happened to lose 21 grams and then like, see? Also, in like 1905, you know, yeah. like what what kind of methods were you using? Were you, did you did you put a bed on four different bedrooms, like kitchen bathroom scales? <laughs> How many rooms could I come up with then? <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least hey, in McDougal's defense, he was he said, "Hey, this needs this is not conclusive. Yeah, <laughs> don't listen to this." I was like, "Hey, everyone, <laughs> <laughs> you'll never believe what I didn't find out." <laughs> oh my goodness gracious me! Anyway, paratopic. Paratopic is good. Yeah. Um, any more final thoughts or ready to wrap up? You want to talk about Benicio Del Toro? Always, but not right now. Nah, me either. You can find us talking about Benicio Del Toro on Patreon.com. No, you can't actually find us talking about Benicio Del Toro. I don't there. think we're talking about Benicio Del Toro at all. Yeah. That could be a Patreon exclusive. Yeah. Pa- Benicio Del Toro order. for yeah, pecking order. Yeah. <laughs> How Christopher has been is the actor <laughs> Benicio Del Toro. We we rank different Benicio Del Toro roles. Yeah. How Christopher is he as the collector in Guardians of the Galaxy? Or as the smuggler in Star Wars the number eight, The Last Jedi. Or as the silver in Skyfall. Or as when whoever he is in Sicario. <laughs> Take us, take us out, Jeremy. <laughs> this has been Game Spoilers Podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Ollie, where can they find you on Twitter or anything you want to plug while you're here? Any other things you want to mention? On Twitter, I'm Volley V, V, Ollie V. Uh, I have a website that is the same. 
lollybee.com. Mm-hmm. That's that's where to find me at the moment. Cool. I had no idea whether you were going to... I love the idea. Like Jeremy's like, Ollie, where can they find you? And and you're just like, don't find me. <laughs> Stop it. Stop I'll, looking. Stop I'll looking. Find, I'll find you. you. I'll happily guest on your podcast, but I want no online presence. <laughs> <laughs> like Sparky. <laughs> yeah. Kerry, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, KJ Palmer underscore 24. I stream and I'm also doing podcasts on Minimap and I'm also doing guides on IGN.com. Cool. Um, find me on Twitter at Obi-Wan-Jez. Find basically everything I do at Obi-Wan-Jez on any platform almost. Moments of virality? Yes, br- brief moments of fleeting virality. Photos of glasses? Photos of glasses. Your joke's being stolen. Jokes being stolen. Oh, that was funny to watch. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, as always, you can find everything else that we do at minimap.com.au. Uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash minimapau. Follow us on Twitter at minimapau. Check out our other podcast, Minimapcast and The Picking Order. Check out the other episodes of Game Spoilers podcast, such as Kerry. Uh, good one was Tacoma. We had a good one with that one. Uh, we were talking fondly of what remains of either Finch the other day. Uh, I really liked Pyre and Jeremy didn't, which means he's wrong. You should listen to it and find out why he's wrong. The last day of June was okay. But Ollie's last the conversation was good. Here. The conversation was good in last day of June. Everyone on the podcast had definitely finished the game when we did that episode. Good. Seems like it should be a requirement. I know it would be it would be rude to our guests if they hadn't. It would it would be really rude if we didn't finish the game before hey. we started recording, Gary, <laughs> wouldn't it? Hey, is this a mirror being pointed back in my face? <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Thank once again. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye, oh my god. Bye. <laughs>